0: As we mentioned yesterday, another day in the Premier Soccer League, another club no longer uh, is going to be around. Now, as it ceases to exist, uh, I guess a lot of jobs as well of many uh, people who kind of wake up every day to do what they do and do what they love, to put foot on the table. And a devastating reality that many at Highlands Park employees now have to contend with. We dealt with something yesterday, uncertainty for players over contracts, but also the coaching staff. I mean, who will have to look for employment somewhere else, Uh, whether it's the coach, his assistant, the video analyst, or the kit manager, whatever their role is, they were part and parcel of what is going on. Now, another member of that technical team uh, at the Lions of the North is Simone uh, Conley, the physical trainer, a a woman who's made sure that the team is in tip-top shape every single game. And, I mean, you always marvel and and admire just how fit that team has been uh, for the past couple of seasons. Um, And she joins me right here on MSW. Simone, thank you so much indeed for your time. Good evening.
1: Good evening, Rob, and thank you for having me on your show. And good evening to all the listeners.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't say it's good news because yesterday the players laid down the foundation in terms of what is happening at the club and at their futures. uh, I know that the coach is also gone, from what I understand, despite him having a year's contract still to go. Where does that leave you, Simone?
1: Um, I'm I'm faced with the same fate. Uh, I also have uh, a year still to go on my contract. I signed a contract from 2018 to 2021. But um, with, this, with the club being sold, it's, it's a reality, you know, that we have to face, and we have to basically be strong enough to look forward. Now, um, uh, I've actually just come to conclusion with regards to my um, settlement with the chairman of, of the club, so I'm officially done with Highland Park.
0: Wow, when was that settlement uh, negotiated? Did that happen today?
1: Um, It's been happening since uh, I I came out of the bubble. Um, It was a a bit of a challenge with my contract being slightly different um, compared to the players' contracts and uh, the head coach's contract. Um, I was an independent contractor because I do still have my own biokinetic practice as I am a biokineticist by profession. Mm. Um, So my contract wasn't included in the sale of the team to... um, Terms of and that is why I had to negotiate a termination of contract with Highlands Park.
0: How did you find that process? And maybe even before we get to that Simone, when did you learn that the club was no longer going to be Highlands Park?
1: Yeah, sure. I think that is uh, the part that's a little bit, you know, upsetting or disheartening to put it in such a way because. We found out that the club was definitely uh, being sold just before we played Pulacuane City in the bubble. So we were in the bubble. We were, you know, under those um, circumstances where there's already a lot of emotions, you know, that are heightened. There's already a lot of stress and anxiety. You're away from your family. You're in a hotel. And then you find out the night before you play against Pulacuane City that um, the team has been sold or is being sold, and the the probability is is highly likely. And, yeah, I think that that was was the shock moment for us all. But um, we pulled together. I think the head coach, Coach Orendegama, did a very good job of, you know, encouraging the players, motivating the players, Uh, the technical team pulled together, and we managed to, to, you know, finish the bubble period unbeaten. Yes, we drew a lot of games, but I think under the circumstances, We were unbeaten in the bubble, which I believe we need to take all the positives out of
0: the situation. Mm. Absolutely. And and that's really the magical part of this. Because when you talk about having been kind of told, I don't know if it was a formal telling, uh, when you guys played against uh, Puliguan City, that that was a one-all draw. And if my memory serves me well, you then played Marinsburg United with a similar result of one-all. Then there was a, a home game in inverted commas, against Cape Town City, where you managed to win that game. And then your final game against Tamazulu was obviously a, another one-all draw, which says that the, the the mental side, of which you obviously play a major role as well as the technical team, to keep the guys motivated would have been the most difficult thing, but you produced the results.
1: Yes, no, definitely, Robert it wasn't easy. I mean, you had players that just went into shock, went into complete uh, worry, concern, stress mode. A lot of them, you know, their contracts were up with the team. Uh, they were promised their contracts would be renewed, uh, after the bubble. And, um, you know, they've got families. They've got, they've got responsibilities. They've got goals to pay. And now you're in a bubble. You're far away from your family and you're faced with the need to perform. And not just the need to perform, but also the desire to perform. Because the players at Highland Spark are, uh, they're all amazing. They all, they all want to win. They all want to do well, regardless of what, Challenges come their way. So, you know, there was that need to perform as well as that desire to perform under, you know, emotionally disturbing circumstances. And it wasn't an official um, situation where we were told by Highland Spark that the club was definitely sold or definitely being sold. It was, you know, things that we read on social media, things that we were phoned in and told by peers. Um, I, I was personally told by a member of the Cape Town City technical team <laughs> that oh, wow. the team has been sold. Yeah, and they lived in the same hotel as us. So I'm pretty sure our players were you know, also told by some of the Cape Town City players. But it is what it is, and I think the guys rose to the occasion. The technical team rose to the occasion, and like you said, we produced the result. Um, unfortunately, we just missed the top eight by goal difference. But in the end of the day, I think that it's important to... You know, acknowledge the efforts of the players. You know, even after they knew that look, they might get out of this bubble with no job, and they have to break that news to family. So, yeah. I honestly take my hat off to the players of Highlands Park.
0: Absolutely, but how was I mean, the, the treatment that was meted out to you by those in charge at Highlands Park? Um, I mean, similar. You listen to the show, you know that there are things called the Barawa Scorpions, and they would have told me that. You, I don't know, others, I know how others were treated, uh, but in the, in the build-up towards, let's say, the end of, of Highlands Park as a team, as an entity, you were not treated in, in the most um, civil type of manner.
1: Well, you know, Rob, um, I think at times when you cross paths with people, you've really got to sit down and quiet yourself and ask yourself, has that person treated me badly? Or has that person treated me harshly or has that person treated me unfairly? You know, and I really pondered on the whole situation and I've decided that, look, I've not been treated badly by anybody. I may have been treated harshly, but I can definitely, you know, do some introspection and say that anything that came my way that was harsh in nature has has helped me to learn, you know, has helped me to grow, has helped me to become a better professional, you um, I think that it's pointless to look at the negative aspects, but to look mm-hmm. at, look, if I'm put into a certain situation and I need to, you know, I need to find a way to grow, to learn, to develop, to become better. You know, life is not, it's 10% about what happens to you, but it's 90% about how you respond to anything that has happened to you. So, you know, I'm very grateful for the opportunity that you've given to me by Coach Owen DeGama, who brought me into Highlands Park firstly, and then also by the directors of Highlands Park. I mean, Mr. Brad Castle has been everything but good to me. You know, mm. I understand that he's also under a lot of pressure. This is also an emotional roller coaster for him. Highlands Park was dear to his heart, and he's also had to let go of something that he was very fond of. I always remember after games, you know, whether we win or lose, it would come onto the field, it would be happy, it would be, you know, encouraging us, it would be motivating us. The same with Mr. Misi. the same with um, Mr. Brookstone. So if, you, if I sit and I look back on the three years I spent at Highland Park, there's too many good moments for me to allow the bad moments to overshadow the good moments. Honestly, I think mm-hmm. Mr. Capital's whole family comes down onto the field and, you know, you just see the joy in their faces and how much they also love the team. win or lose, you know. So, yes, they've also lost a big part of what was their lives and what is their passion, you know, in in selling the PSL team. And I think that the major reason was the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, With that being said, I think that um, the communication to the players and the staff involved could have been a little bit more, um, let me say, choose my words wisely to say, Mm -hmm. um sensitive you
0: know instead of finding out
1: from the media you rather find out from from you know the the management of the team just a little bit more sensitive in my opinion
0: yeah obviously just an apology we don't have the best of lines um with simone i know it keeps breaking intermittently Uh, i don't know what phone you have there simone um we should talk to the I next work. club. <laughs> we should talk to the next club you go to to make a plan there. Uh, but I mean, we're getting the gist of the of the story. Would Would you say though that, in its totality, and when you had that winding up meeting, that you you got the kind of exit that you deserved?
1: Um, <laughs> that's a difficult question to answer. But look, if 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 I look at Everything as a whole, and I don't, you know, kind of group situations or group circumstances. Then I think I've been fairly compensated um, as best as possible. Um, look, if 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 I wanted to fight for more and and involve um, lawyers and attorneys and all that type of thing, I could have. I think my contract, you know, was I was supposed to get a six a six month termination payout, but. It's not in my nature, you know. And I've also got to be very grateful for what was done for me at the club in the previous three years, spent there. And um, it's just not in my nature to to want to burn bridges, you know. It's just not in my nature to want to be disrespectful. And I, I honestly, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for being part of the brand that was Highland Park and the opportunity that was afforded to me. And the people, most importantly, that I met and that I worked alongside with, I mean, I was fortunate enough to, to, to work with players of the caliber of Yeye, Devin Frantzman, you know, guys that have been in the industry for years. I mean, Devin mm-hmm. celebrated 20 years of being a player this, this, this year, this season, and I mean, I, I got to, you know, share the field with him. Yeah. And being a girl from, from Riverline, you know, Working in a man's world after studying for eight years, I think that it's better for me to look for the blessings than to look for the negatives. Negative aspects right
0: now. Absolutely. And that's a good way of looking at it, Simone, because again, um, I'm going to ask I don't know if you have your headset on, uh, that if you do have your headset, I'll ask you to pop those off uh, so that you're talking directly to the mouthpiece. But while we do that, uh, we're going to play a couple of voice notes, one of them including a question directed at you as well. Let's hear what the people have to say. You must boycott TS Galaxy games and uh, TTM games. TTM never planned for 99 years to be in the PSL. TS Galaxy, even though they are going to play in Tembisa and Bombela, people must stay away because you bring football the next year, we are sold, there's no football again. On those grounds, they must just stay away from those clubs. Football fanatics, connoisseurs, and everybody. Good evening, uh, Mr. Marawa, it seems as if uh, everything at Highlands Park seems to be unprofessional. Looking at uh, the sale of the team and um, the way that uh, they chased those two players yesterday, Limpikani uh, and itapua uh, kapini it seems as if there is no professionalism at all to the team rope. They were not going to survive uh, for the long time in the PSL. Thank you, they sold this data. This is Mozaara from Etiwini. Yeah, the, the, the Highlands Park. Uh, he further exacerbated the tag yama yeah, businessmen ukuba ama phichiphi for them being unscrupulous in that aspect which we can't really basically trust a businessman. yeah but anyway sorry to the to the highlands uh, park staff hopefully they can get something and they will get better employers than these rubbish businessmen out there Hopefully man hopefully tola better opportunities Hey Nijan Marawa, please ask that lady if she would be interested in joining Amazon if they were to approach her. Because I think he's a top physical trainer and I'll, I'll highly recommend her to Amazon if they want a new uh, if they want a the new physical trainer. Will she be interested in joining if Amazon if they were to approach her? Redirecting the employment here for Simone uh, are some of these uh, callers. Thank you so much, guys, for all of the messages that are coming through. I I can tell you that uh, Simone is one of the most highly qualified individuals in the country. Uh, She's somebody who possesses three degrees. I don't know. It could be more now, but she'll tell me. She'll correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, But from what I can recall, uh, she has under her belt a B.com, uh, cum laude, Uh, and and honors as well, also cum laude. And finally, a master's in biokinetics, specializing in football injury prevention and rehabilitation, as well as conditioning. Unbelievable amount of time and work, Simone, you've put in to your craft and where you are today. Um, Yes,
1: Rob. uh, I think that that is what it was going to take for me to get into this industry, and that is what I had to do. And I had to just, you know, keep pushing. Um, I did my BCOM and I realized it's not enough. I did my honors. I realized it's still not enough. So I had to push, I had to push, and I had to get that master's degree. And then, you know, the door started to open for me. Um, while doing all that, I volunteered my time also, you know, to learn the football industry, to learn the trade. I started with volunteering at Haruk Khan Stars of Africa. Mm-hmm. where I fondly remember driving, looping around, you know. So to see him flying abroad right now and playing and being and so well is, is great, you know. And then we um, went on to the Kiona, uh, to the soccer School, where I, I worked with Coach Kabo Zondo. And then uh, on to the Kiona Project, where I was fortunate enough to work with Coach Owen Dagama, Sheikh Musaba, Mike Mangena, Kabo Zondo, and and the, the younger coaches, you know. Um, And then I was fortunate enough to be called up to the national team. So, look, I think that I've been very blessed. You've been very
0: humble, Simone. I'm not (laughs) going to allow you to get away with that. You just say national team. Let, Let me correct you. National team's... Because while we are at it, we might as well speak of those achievements. Because you were called up at junior national teams, um, the under-20s where Tabo Sanong was. You've been at under-23s as well with Coach ODG. Uh, You guys went to Rio 2016 at the Olympic Games. You are also part of Bafana Bafana. And and that's something, you know, not to sneeze at when you are in the kind of position, like you say, male-dominated. You know, people might not initially take you seriously until they see the kind of work that you put through and they're like my goodness professional educated knows her stuff and those are different experiences club level as well as national teams
1: uh yes rob thank you thank you for that i'm i'm, I'm humbled but um i think it's all blessings you know i put in the work to get there and god opened the doors for me and when i got the opportunity i i tried the best i tried my best to prove myself and I want to thank all the footballers i've been privileged to work with because they really accepted me they accepted me they respected me as a woman in a man's world yes there were tough times (laughs) they were ups and downs but that comes with anything in life you know so um yeah i just i just hope that somehow someday my career can continue I, i love the industry i love the sport and i'm hoping that that my career can continue
0: absolutely somebody um towards the end Mastiff, would you go to Amazulu? I mean, have you been approached? Are you signing somewhere anytime soon?
1: Uh, no, no, I haven't I haven't been approached. I, I do obviously understand that all, all teams have their, their personnel, and I've got to respect the personnel. Their personnel obviously very professional, very hardworking, and very good at what they do. So, you know, um, if an opportunity does open for me, I'll definitely consider it. I would like to continue my, my career in professional soccer. So most definitely I'd consider an opportunity if if I am placed in that way
0: no, absolutely. I mean, that's that, you've kind of answered what I was going to ask you is that, uh, you know, the likes of rugby are coming back and the next thing you get snatched up and you're doing super rugby <laughs> duties and the football world is like denied of your expertise. Um, how long are you going to give yourself given the fact that, yes, it is kind of off-season, uh, the league within a month or so, there's pre-season to be looking at, uh, is going to resume pretty soon? Yeah, I think that's
1: the challenge and I think more so for the players. That's the challenge, you know, to find a greener pastures in such a short space of time. Because of COVID, this all season is extremely short. Um, I've basically decided that by the end of September, if if nothing's come my way, I'll go back to full-time practicing at my uh, bio practice, build it up again. I've sacrificed a lot and taken a lot away from it in order to, to you know, be in football. I'd still love to be in football. Um, but... I think by the end of September, if nothing's come my way, then I can, I can you know, pay attention to my practice again. And perhaps study my PhD, it's been crossing my mind. <laughs> it's oh, wow. been something that's been at the back of my mind. Uh, if I do it, I definitely do want to do it in football. But I need the right topic and I need the right angle and, and that type of thing. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I think um, we might plan, but but only God knows what our future holds. So I've, I've done rugby before. I've worked for the Lions rugby junior setup. Um, so if that's where God's going to plant me, that's where I'm going to grow.
0: Unbelievable stuff. Uh, Sash Galagala Gala on Twitter says that, uh, thank you for bringing one of the humble people in football. I love what you said, uh, that her honors was not enough. I'm humble that she went back and studied her master's, PhD, is waiting for her. I just want her to call her doctor that's all <laughs> <laughs> so those are that the tweets nice that, <laughs> that is a beautiful beautiful comment as well because it, it kind of leads me uh, simon as, as as we wrap our as i said president's chatting to us soon our our brief conversation and and would love to maybe one of these days once things are sorted out you know have a proper full-on chat because i always say that sport has got so many different facets And I always lament the fact that at times it's not taken seriously, the professionalism seems to disappear, uh, that it offers on different levels, job opportunities that people might not have thought as possible. So somebody like you who's shown the colors at national level. There's a problematic phone. Um, <laughs> it has gone. Uh, but, yeah, I think we're approaching a, a break in any case. Uh, but, yeah, thanks so much, Simone. Uh, we might not be able to get back to her, as I said, given time and the fact that we've got to disappear. We've got another guest uh, lined up as well. So uh, we'll chat after this.